Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V in Lions right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host at Javanaugh87, Jack Kavanaugh, and I am here to break down all of the free agent news because players are cashing in, the contracts are big, trades are being made across the NFL, the NFL offseason is just a beautiful time. And even when it's supposed to be March Madness season, football is still king. And if you want to talk about the king of the betting world, you know it's our friends at betonline.ag. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. No game starting for a while, but free agency has started. And it's been pretty good for the Detroit Lions. We've got a new wide receiver one for the Lions. And that is DJ Chark. DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Sorry that it's going to be stuck in your head for the next year that he signed with us. But if I'm going to suffer through it being stuck in my head, you've got to suffer through it being stuck in your head. So DJ Chark. One year, $10 million contract to be our X receiver. And he's not the only wide receiver that signed as of late. Of course, we've already talked about Josh Reynolds signing. He's back two years, up to $12 million to play the Z receiver. Kind of stretch the field a little bit. Very similar build to Chark. They do a lot of the same things well, however... Chark is just a little bit more physical and a little bit more able to run after the catch, take on press coverage than Reynolds. I prefer to have Reynolds in that Z wide receiver position off the line of scrimmage, give him a free release and let him work downfield. But 
Lions have another speedster as well as they have re-signed Khalif Raymond for two years and up to $9.5 million. And he'll be at best the wide receiver for because we all know DJ Chark, X receiver. We've talked about it. We all know Josh Reynolds, the Z receiver. We've talked about it. But of course, we know that the true wide receiver one for the Lions will be our slot receiver, the sun god, Amon Raw St. Brown. So remember that. We've got three locked and loaded wide receivers and a pretty great passing core, if I do say so myself. And that's without the draft even taking place. Khalif Raymond, the wide receiver four, he steps back in to be our number one returner. And I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with all of these offensive moves so far. And we've got a backup quarterback. We've got Tim Boyle, one year, $2 million. And this very well could mean that the Lions are out on drafting a quarterback. Wouldn't surprise me if they decide, hey, we just got to build this roster. This roster needs to be built back up from the ground. So we're going to pass on QB this year. Maybe next year we'll think about it. Or there's also the chance that Tim Boyle, if you remember, was the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers ahead of Jordan Love. Every bit the chance that if the Lions do take a quarterback at two, such as Malik Willis, that he's not even active on game days behind Jared Goff, behind Tim Boyle as the QB3. Truly a redshirt year to learn. We'll see how that all shakes out. But the offense is looking pretty good either way, if I do say so myself. And we will pull it up right here, share this depth chart with you from our friends over at importantnonsense.com. So if you're listening to the podcast, obviously you cannot see this, but we've got our offense here. We've got QB1, Jared Goff. We've got our running backs, DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams. Don't have to touch anything there. Now our receiving core. I know it's not a lot, but it's a massive upgrade from last year. Like you're looking at DJ Chark, a receiver that is six foot three and 200 pounds and runs a four, three, seven. The Lions had no one like that last year at all, ever. Josh Reynolds, he filled in admirably as a wide receiver one, but that's just not him. And that's okay. Now he becomes the wide receiver two on the outside and wide receiver three in the pecking order behind Shark and behind Amon Ross St. Brown. It's perfect. This is exactly the position Josh Reynolds was meant to be in. And it just opens up the entire field for Amon Ross St. Brown to work underneath thanks to the blazing speed on the outside of Shark and Reynolds. And that's without even talking about TJ Hawkinson either. Our tight end, he'll be back. He'll be healthy. The Lions offense, even before the draft, is looking significantly better if we can stay healthy on the offensive line. Because if you look, I've got the visual here. 
for you listening to the podcast. Make sure you check out the YouTube channel for Believe Network. But we've got left tackle Taylor Decker. Hopefully have him healthy for all 17 games or more than 17 this coming season. We've got Jonah Jackson at the left guard, our pro bowler from this past year. Center, the return of the all-pro Frank Ragnow, arguably the best center in the NFL, the highest paid at the very least, my pick for number one. And then we have Hal Vitae, the road-grading mauler at right guard. I know people have talked about, oh, well, you could save a bunch of money if you cut him. He's overpaid. Don't care. You save $10 million. $10 million is worth it for a mauler at guard. And then the crown jewel of this offensive line. You all know it's Panay Sewell at the right tackle. So it's a beautiful offensive line. And then you've got Evan Brown, who just re-signed to be the backup he's signed a one-year deal worth in the range of 2.3 million which absolute steal he was a top 20 graded center by pro football focus this past year what more do you want from evan brown as your backup interior offensive lineman maybe add some depth at tackle in the draft so matt nelson doesn't have to be ot3 the swing tackle but I am liking the looks of this Detroit Lions offense heading into 2022. And we've got a lot of picks to be made in the draft. We'll be previewing that, but we got to get to the rest of free agency because some big news has been happening on the defense as well. You can see Charles Harris. He's been brought back to the depth chart. He is going to be starting at defensive end with a two-year and $14 million contract. And the man deserves every penny. After the rebound he had after an early career bust with the Miami Dolphins and the Atlanta Falcons, happy to have Charles Harris back, especially after moving on from Trey Flowers. And it allows... Romeo Aquara to get healthy as he recovers from that Achilles tear. So as it stands right now, it would be the rehabbing Romeo in Julian mixing in as that second edge rusher. But of course we've got it reserved for rookie X. We don't want to name the name because we don't want to project. Jaguars could take someone and force the decision for the lions or we could all just be wrong about who the Lions prefer with the second pick. So it's rookie X for now. Rookie X across from Charles Harris with Romeo Aquara mixing back into the lineup as he gets healthy. With Julian Aquara playing on passing downs. And then you've got edge five as Austin Bryant who had a productive little year this year. Love it. Love the potential from this Detroit Lions defensive line. Only hope is we get a little bit stronger at that three to five tech position because you see the nose tackles here. Aleem McNeil, the rookie, the dancing bear in the middle of the defense. Phenomenal. And we also know John Penasini. The man is stout. The man is big. 
and John Penasini gets the penetration into the backfield to shut down the run game. So no issues there, but it's this defensive tackle, this three to five tech where it's only Michael Brockers. It's Levi on Wuzurike, the second round pick from last year who didn't live up to the hype because of injuries. So we don't blame him, but that's asking a for a big step with no depth other than Kevin Strong here. So if the Lions can get a Devontae Wyatt with the 32nd overall pick, chef's kiss. Oh, I would be extremely happy. However, it's not just Charles Harris that is back either because Alex Anzalone, the linebacker, the Mike, the green dot, and for those of you who don't know, the green dot means the play caller on the defense. They have a little green dot on their helmet that says they can communicate with the defensive coordinator and the head coach. Now is Alex Anzalone all last year when healthy. He is back, which might mean they don't have the highest faith in Derek Barnes because he was supposed to take over that Mike position. He very well could be the will, the weak side linebacker opposite Alex Anzalone, or they could be looking to, to add someone in the draft as a lot of Lions fans have been begging for throughout the off season. But whoever they decide to pick at linebacker, whether it's a rookie, whether they end up bringing back Jalen Reeves, Mabin, who is another Lions coach's favorite, it's all up in the air still. We truly have no idea what's going to happen. We just know they need bodies. This position is far from settled at this point in this free agent season. But what about the secondary? Because we've got a man, a man who gifted us with his return, a man that is so good to the Detroit community, a man that is so talented on the back end of the Detroit defense. Yes, I am talking about Tracy Walker, the safety who just signed a three-year, $25 million contract. And when you look at those numbers, not even $10 million a year for one of the most underappreciated safeties in the NFL. It's an absolute bargain. Brad Holmes, I don't know how you work your magic, but we all need, as Lions fans, to just trust in Brad Holmes and what this front office is building. Because I see a lot of angry Lions fans on Twitter. Oh, the team's trash. They haven't done anything yet on defense. The same guys as last year. Rah. Okay, it hasn't even been 30 hours yet at the time of this recording. We're at hour 28 of free agency. Let's relax. Let's take a page out of Aaron Rodgers' books and R-E-L-A-X. Just relax. Because Brad Holmes knows what he's doing. He knows how to scout the safety position. So while I hope we add a safety to play with Tracy Walker. If we wait until the draft, I'm not necessarily heartbroken because we've seen the success that the Rams had 
drafting safety after safety after safety in the fifth, sixth, seventh round, and it paying off in spades. So I trust in Brad Holmes. I'm not worried about the lack of big name moves. I'm just happy to have the players back that we needed to re-sign to the Detroit Lions. But how about these corners too? Because we've got Amani Aruarie, CB1, Pro Bowl snub. We've got Jerry Jacobs, who will be competing, coming off the torn ACL, with Jeff Akuda, the former third overall pick who has switched his number yet again. We all remember rookie year, Jeff Akuda wore the number 30, which wasn't the best look, and it probably hurt his play a little bit because numbers matter in the NFL. And anyone who tells you wrong, they're lying to you because the swag factor that a number brings, or let's say Alvin Kamara, number 41, not a great number, but he brings the swag to it. So you either got to rock with an established number or you got to make it your own. And it is a hard task to accomplish. Jeff Akuda couldn't make the number 30 his own. Switched to number 23 this past season. And we all know after, during the first game, his season was ended with a torn Achilles. And now he's back in the number one jersey for the Detroit Lions. And I know this doesn't mean a whole lot, okay? I know. But when you think about the psychology of it, for a man coming off what used to be a career-ending injury in an Achilles tear, for him to come back and say, no, I'm still CB1 on this team. I'm still one of the best corners in the NFL. And now it's my time to prove it. I'm number one. That's what I want from a returning Jeff Akuda. So I'm ready to see the dog in the former third overall pick out of Ohio State. He very well could be starting opposite Imani Oruwarie. It could be Jerry Jacobs, or it could be a Fetu Melafonwu, the third round pick who was shadowing DK Metcalf and Devontae Adams at the end of last season. Six foot three, massive wingspan. That's four potential starting corners for the Detroit Lions that we have here. Okay, we need a little addition at safety, but the corners are fine. You've got AJ Parker too, the undrafted man out of Kansas State who absolutely balled all year long, took over the position in training camp over a bunch of veterans like a Corn Elder or hey, I can't even remember some of the other People they rotated in and out of that corner position. Daryl Roberts, AJ Parker blew them all away. All these fifth, sixth, seventh year corners in the NFL. Nah, time for the rookie to step up. And that's what this Detroit Lions team is. You know, they're better than the sum of their parts. They're scrappy. They know they're underdogs. And they are well coached by Aaron Glenn on this defense. So we are very excited about the Detroit Lions and what's to come in 2022. And there's a lot more coming too with free agency just beginning and with the draft still ahead. It's an exciting time to be a Detroit Lions fan. 
But the one thing we have to remember, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Because Rodgers, he signed a deal for three years, technically. So we'll, we'll break it down in full. Aaron Rodgers' deal is a five-year contract. That's really a three-year contract. Fully guaranteed through the three years, he's going to be making about $50 million per. And Aaron Rodgers is happy with that. If he decides to retire, which he expects to at the end of these three years, then contracts up and they'll be the Packers will be paying for it for two years after Rogers retires. But if Rogers decides in three years, I'm still feeling that itch to play some football, then they'll renegotiate it. So that's all still to come. But Aaron Rodgers, three years is what we're looking at for Aaron Rodgers and the NFC North and the Green Bay Packers. But with a contract that big, you've got to take some haircuts elsewhere. You'll notice that Marquez Valdez-Scantling, not on this list. Free agent who is not expected to be back with the Green Bay Packers. Randall Cobb, not on this list because he was cut. If you look at the right tackle position, it's empty because they cut their right tackle, Billy Turner, to save some money. It's going to be a very different looking Packers team coming up this season. Lucky for them. I don't know if I could call it luck or skill in the draft, but they have a really good offensive line, a really young offensive line. Elton Jenkins, he's going to step right in at right tackle and be an all pro. I've said it many times before. Elton Jenkins could be an all pro at all five positions on the offensive line. So that's two all-pro tackles for the Green Bay Packers protecting Aaron Rodgers. That's three young interior offensive linemen in John Runyon, in Josh Myers, the second-round pick out of Ohio State, and Royce Newman, the third-round pick out of Georgia. That's a lot of youth, a lot of upside, and a lot of talent blocking for Aaron Rodgers. And they don't have to pay a lot for any of these guys. Well done by the Packers to maximize Aaron Rodgers' last three years, but they're going to need to get him some help because Devontae Adams will not play if he's not given a new contract. He's not doing the franchise tag. No way, no how, and I don't blame him because if you look at the average dollars per year, Christian Kirk, who the Jaguars signed, he could be making up to $21 million per year. Devontae Adams would be making about $20.2 million per year. Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and he deserves to be paid that way. So don't expect to see him on the field until they sign a new contract. But we all know what's happening. There's no way the Packers are going to waste one of Aaron Rodgers' final three years by letting Devontae Adams just sit out and not play just because of a contract dispute. He's going to get his money. It's going to be Devontae Adams. It's going to be Alan Lazard as the other wide receiver on the outside. And then we'll see Amari Rogers, the other AR, the other A Rogers. He's going to be taking over that Randall Cobb role. But what's missing here? Speed. There's none of it on this Packers offense. And there's plenty of time in the draft. Free agency is a long ways away, but 
the Lions with their young and athletic defense might be able to beat the Packers in the speed and athleticism department. And that's really not something we've been able to say for quite some time through the Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia era. Again, there's still the Devontae Adams problem. I'm not, I'm not overlooking that, but it's not as scary as it once was facing these Green Bay Packers when you know what's being built in Detroit. On the defense, though, I'm surprised at how well they've kept this all together. Zadarius Smith, the all-pro pass rusher, he had to be cut, but he only played two games last year, so it's not as though they're missing him from the 2021 team that made it to the quarterfinal, or sorry, the semifinals of the NFC. They made it to the divisional round, one and done. So it's not like they're missing him from that team that won all those games last year. Preston Smith shockingly signed a new deal to fit under the cap. He'll be going opposite of Rashawn Gary, who has turned into an absolute monster out of the University of Michigan, which does it bode well for Aiden Hutchinson? The Michigan boys really balling out? Who's to say? I am but a humble Detroit Lions broadcaster. But what I do know is Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith is a scary duo on the outside. Kenny Clark is a monster at nose tackle. And they're bringing back Devondre Campbell as well on a massive deal with the Green Bay Packers. He ended up signing five years 50 million. So that's 10 per for the linebacker. Preston Smith, we were talking about him, four a year, $52 million for him. Jair Alexander, the cornerback, is expected to become the new highest paid cornerback in the NFL because, of course, JC Jackson just became the NFL's highest paid corner with the Los Angeles Chargers. Jair is expected to trump that. Eric Stokes, the rookie, will be opposite of him, but they're missing a third corner. And that's another thing that if the Packers don't figure it out, that's an area that the Lions might be able to exploit with their new, newly resurgent pass-catching game. It's a good time to be a Detroit Lions fan. And it's nice to know that we very well could be the number one two in the or number two team in the NFL, because you look at the Chicago bears, the only wide receiver on their roster right now is Darnell Mooney. That's it. For those of you listening, you can't see the graphic, but for those of you that are on the YouTube channel, check out the believe network on YouTube. You can see from the important nonsense.com depth chart that it's, only Darnell Mooney. That's it. And it's only Cole Komet and JP Holtz at tight end. The Bears are severely lacking everywhere. And they've got to figure out their tackle problem because their second round pick, Tevin Jenkins, and their fifth round pick, Larry Borum, they could take big steps up in year two, but... That's asking a lot from two young players, especially because they just lost their right guard in James Daniels, who signed away with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this Bears offense, there's no one to protect Justin Fields. And even if there were, there's no one for him to throw to outside of Darnell Mooney. So 
the Bears may be bottoming out in the NFC North, which just means good things for the Detroit Lions. It's a good time to be a Detroit Lions fan, hopefully be able to run all over this defense that lost Khalil Mack in a trade to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. They don't have Akeem Hicks, my fellow Canadian, anymore. It's a big change for the Chicago Bears. A lot of new faces. No one really in the secondary to speak of. They're going to be starting Kindle Vildor and Duke Shelley currently. The Bears are looking like they could be one of the worst teams in the NFC North if it's not the Minnesota Vikings, although they appear to be going for one final run with Kirk Cousins. So we talked about it already. Kirk was extended by the Vikings. They have full control of his contract for this year and next year. Kevin O'Connell gets a chance to see what Kirk can do under his tutelage. And if he's not happy with the results, trade him away. Because we all know after Carson Wentz again got a potential second and a confirmed third round pick. Quarterback value is just, it's too easy. It's too easy to trade these quarterbacks that are even just okay. And Kirk Cousins is more than okay. He's pretty solid. He's good, maybe even. But Vikings have a chance to run it back with Kevin O'Connell, see where it takes them with pretty much the same offense as last year. They've got Kirk. They've got Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen, of course. K.J. Osborne. They will have a new tight end because, remember, Tyler Conklin was the guy last year. He's a free agent. But Irv Smith is back and healthy. So pretty much running it right back on offense with the Minnesota Vikings. And same with their offensive line. Currently set to return all five starters from last year. Only potential change is if they move their third round pick Wyatt Davis into the starting lineup. But continuity on this Vikings offense. Defense is looking through quite a bit of change though that's where the vikings are going to be struggling in 2022 which mike zimmer might cry when he sees what they did to his his baby he it's been such a defensive team for so long in minnesota and now you look at it and michael pierce he's been actually being released by the vikings so we'll have to move on from him but harrison phillips armand watt and dalvin tomlinson Pretty stout defensive tackles. Daniil Hunter, if he comes back healthy, is a premier edge rusher. DJ Wanham is maybe a third edge rusher. Eric Kendricks, the middle linebacker, but he's got no help next to him. Anthony Barr is a free agent. Uh, Nick Vigil is a free agent. So going to be a new face next to Eric Kendrick. And then I don't know if you can see this at home. Maybe you can see it on the YouTube channel, Believe Network. Maybe you're listening to the podcast, but the Vikings are missing a lot of depth in their secondary because Patrick Peterson, he's a free agent. Mackenzie Alexander, their slot, he's a free agent. They've got Xavier Woods. He's a free agent. So right now, Xavier Woods, the safety, of course. Right now, the starting corners for the Vikings are Cameron Dantzler, who's going into his third year. 
He was starring last year, part-time. It's going to be Chris Boyd, who's going into his fourth year as a sixth-round pick, and then Harrison Hand, who really has not played a ton of snaps. Big, long, athletic corner who just doesn't have the experience. And then at safety, uh, Cameron Bynum's a safety that really impressed the Vikings last year, but fourth-round pick, that's a lot to ask for someone to step into this defense and cover for all, all of the fires that are going to be released by the cornerbacks for the Minnesota Vikings. So it's a, it's a rough time for a defender in Minnesota. It's a rough time to be Justin Fields in Chicago. And it, honestly, it's a rough time to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan too, because what do we call them at this point? The, the, the Pittsburgh bears, the Chicago Steelers, because Mitchell Trubisky is QB one in Pittsburgh. They also stole the right guard of the Chicago bears and James Daniel that hasn't been updated just yet. So he's going to be starting. And then their slot receiver currently is Anthony Miller. What to make of this Pittsburgh Steelers team. Mitchell Trubisky is a starter in the NFL again. Who'd have thunk it? Truly. Who would have guessed that 2022, after all we've been through over these past couple years, that Mitchell Trubisky would be starting again in the NFL? I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it, because Brad Holmes continues to bless us with nothing but goodness as Detroit Lions fans. Just have a little patience. It takes a little bit of patience. It takes a little bit of time. Just a little bit of perseverance and a little uphill climb. And this Detroit Lions team might be competing for perennial Super Bowls in the not-so-distant future. All you got to do is believe in Brad Holmes and believe in Dan Campbell and believe in the Detroit lions. So if you're going to place a bet on the lions to exceed their win total, make sure you do it with our friends at BetOnline.ag. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff to come. We will be here to keep you updated with all things, Detroit lions, all the important news around the NFL. But until then, I will see you next time. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.